Hey everybody, on today's Locked on Bama, we're going to talk about a huge commitment that just happened. Olaus Alinen. I just learned how to say it. Big, huge offensive lineman, originally from Finland, now playing in Connecticut. Jimmy and I are going to talk about him. We're also going to talk about a big safety that has decided to uh, put out his commitment date. It'll be next week. And Hunter Osborne. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Bama. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I am quite fine. Uh, man, it's raining commitments. I mean, raining commitments. You, you, you need like an umbrella to protect your head. Uh, you do. Uh, I was in Birmingham last night, by the way, and storms were cray-cray. But um, I'm a little too old to say cray-cray. I need to quit doing that. Uh, anywho, land on your head. No, it did not. No recruits landed on my head, especially not Olaus Alinen. You and I have been saying Allen, and I think it is Alinen. I maybe you've been saying Alinen. I don't know. I've been saying Allen, but regardless, I said both. But sometimes I just go with personal preference. I don't care how they pronounce it. Yeah, that's good. At least as long as you don't tell him that to his face, I guess it's fine. Um, Jimmy, I, I watched the commitment uh, on uh, CBS Sports. Um, I thought he did a marvelous job. He was very well-spoken kid. Um, his English was awesome. But, you know, I think like in in Finland, I may be wrong. Somebody out there may tell me. Like they do English, you know, early. I, I guess they speak Dutch. I don't know. Anywho, it uh, doesn't matter. His dad, by the way, monster. His dad looked like Bill Goldberg. I mean, he was huge. It was his dad was the biggest person at the table and not like huge, like, oh, he needs to lose a lot of weight. No, he huge. Like he just ate a whole cow for breakfast. And then Olaus was right next to him, still pretty big. And then he had like this very small sister, apparently, and a very small mom. It, it was interesting. But uh, he's number one player in Connecticut. Uh, just a big dude. He said that uh, he Alabama was his dream school. Oddly, he said Alabama, uh, his mind was made up to go to Alabama two days ago. You and I probably feel like he was trending to Alabama regardless. That may be some truth to it. You know, sort of like getting cold feet before you get married a little bit. I mean, you know, like, am I really, do I really want to do this? And um, he did. He committed to Alabama, and I think it's a big pickup. Oh, it's massive. Uh, real, real good player. You know, his ranking is sort of funny, uh, I, th I think, on the, in the consensus, which is what people should really care about, because the consensus is literally the consensus. It's the four major services uh, added all together. And in the consensus, I think he's around 110, which makes him a just a premium blue chip player, uh, 110th best prospect in the nation. That's 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 pretty high. What that really means is when you're ranked that high and that's a legit ranking, Luke, uh, that means you can sign with any program you want in the country. Uh, at 110. And if you don't believe me, just look at who he was choosing Alabama over. He could have committed to Ohio State. He could have committed to Mario Cristobal's Miami, who's recruiting on the offensive line as good or better than anyone. He could have committed to the national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. So this is a kid that chose Alabama over absolutely the best programs in the country. 
So he was wanted by everyone. Now, is he a guy that's going to step in and be one of the best offensive linemen on the team from day one? Probably not. I would call him, I'm going to use the term project, but I only use that to get a, 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 a reaction out of you people because I, I think that's a word y'all don't like. But the fact of the matter is virtually every single offensive lineman is a project. Virtually all of them need to add uh, strength. They need to add size. They need to, to cut off some baby weight. They need to learn the techniques you need uh, to, to block Will Anderson. I mean, you know, it's, that's not a thing just because you're big and strong, you're able to do. Uh, you, you have to have proper professional level technique. So he, he's going to have to, you know, get in the laboratory and get in the weight room. And and I think after about two years on campus, he, he could be really, really good. Jimmy, let's go ahead and tell everybody about Bet Online. Bet Online is where you want to go to get that bet in. Look, it's, it's a great website. We talk about it all the time. Absolutely love it. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, golf, whatever you want, they got it at Bet Online. Head to the web website today at betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online is where the game starts. Also, once you go check out NFL Top 50, this is a really cool thing they're doing with Locked On. Which NFL stars moved the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, which was the other day, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds maker's perspective at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, where you can get your podcast, so it's available now. Go check it out. All right, Jimmy, um, as I get the bet online, online thing, first of all, I want to thank everybody. Welcome us. We are trying to new. Uh, we are doing this uh, live, and we've got some viewers now. We appreciate you guys joining us. I have not learned how to answer any questions just yet uh, because without – interfering with something so i'm getting there we're all getting better we're going to get better together at this people um okay so olaus alinen is in the house now yep. here's some other big news caleb downs is going to announce july 27th monster monster news um a lot of people think he's uh, easily the best safety prospect in this class um heard so many great things about him and Boy, I, I didn't feel like Alabama was going to get him as soon as they got Tony Mitchell. But now I feel like Alabama is going to get him. And in fact, I feel like Alabama could get him and Cormani McLean to go with Jaleel Hurley and Tony Mitchell. That may be the best defensive class, defensive backfield class I've ever seen. I agree 100 million percent. I mean, if, if Caleb Downs chooses Alabama, and I think there's a very good chance he will, I think Ohio State believes they are very much in the thick of things, which shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, it does appear that it's one or the other. You know, I, I think it's Alabama. What a massive, massive uh, pickup that would be. I think he's not only the best safety in this cycle, he's one of the best safety prospects I've ever seen. We had this discussion the other day and even made me go back and look at old tape because I was so interested in this after somebody else bought it up. But I mean, would Caleb Downs be the best safety that's committed to, to Nick Saban uh, during the whole Saban era? Uh, I, I think the only safety uh, that I've seen uh, sign with Alabama, you know, I, I, based on his high school tape, uh, anywhere 
anywhere as good as Caleb Downs is Landon Collins. Uh, to, to me, Landon was the best safety Alabama signed of the era. Now, now I'm talking about where they were as 11th and 12th graders. I'm not talking about what they became later. That's different. There's a difference between prospect and player. Uh, but as a prospect, I think Landon Collins was the best safety uh, Nick Saban has signed during uh, the Saban dynasty. And uh, I have to say, I'd probably choose Downs straight up over Landon and I'm trying not to use a uh, recency bias or just get excited about what could happen next week, but that's how good he is. I mean, I, I, I think you, you literally have to, to go back to Landon Collins, to find another safety this good uh, out of high school, sign him with, uh, with Alabama. Yeah. And uh, boy, this is going to sound like revisionist history, but I'm going to tell you the, the signing that I liked, in the def defensive backfield the most in the Saban era uh, that I really felt like was going to be a superstar, that he his rating wasn't there, was Eddie Jackson. And the reason I felt that way is just because he's so long and he's so fast and he had so many playmaking abilities, and that, that came to fruition. But uh, Downs, I'm with you. I think Downs would probably be the best safety that he signed. Mark Barron would have to be in the discussion, I think. Uh, just ironically, he was yeah. in Saban's – I guess Saban's second class. I mean, if we want to call the first class what he what he ended the the Shula class, and the, right. but Saban's first real class, Mark Barron was in it. I think he'd have to be in the discussion. But Caleb Downs is amazing, and Alabama's going to end up with him on the twenty seventh. Again, all these guys, it's going to be a fight to hold them to the end. That's the one thing that I'm right. taking away from all this NIL, from from all this talk. And I'll tell you something else, Jimmy. It's going to be a fight to keep them on your campus regardless. There was a tweet yesterday about how the NCAA is going to say, okay, we're just doing away with the one-time transfer. Just transfer when you want to. Go do what you want to if you don't like your team. I mean, it's going to be like the movie Wildcats. You remember when that big guy from Wildcats like went from one sideline to the other sideline? You remember that? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be like that. Um, and I don't want it to be. I want to throw in a couple. I was able to pull up on my phone the live chat. Uh, Matthew Meggs, appreciate you watching. Super good get in Olaus Alinen. We learned how to say it. Bama's recruiting class is just starting. Embrace the process and roll tide. Appreciate you guys taking time to give us daily updates, man. Keep up the good work. Hey, appreciate you watching, brother. Appreciate you so much. Um, then uh, Kayla has loved Leah for 12 years. What a login name. That's that's pretty kick-ass. Um, now, they retracted this statement, but I know where they're going with it. Uh, this person said that's the four top DBs in the cycle committed to Alabama. They're not committed yet. Two of them uh, have not committed yet, but we think Caleb Downs will commit. We also feel good about Cormani McLean. Um, yep. So anyway, good good discussion. Thank you guys for chiming in. Uh, and I think people need to understand this. I mean, we're on an uptick right now. Look, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's raining commitments and not just commitments. We're talking about some of the best players in the country and even guys that maybe aren't ranked among the best players in the country, we should be excited about a Hunter Osborne. We should be excited about even the kicker from Chicago because that's a guy who may be Alabama's starting kicker in 2023. But we, we should be excited. This is an uptick. Guess what? There's five months to signing day. There's going to be down ticks. I mean, there's gonna, there, there could be decommitments from the list. There could be an in-state kid that we thought we'd get that we're not. And again, these aren't specific predictions. I'm just saying there will be downticks. It's not going to go perfectly great every day between now and signing day. So just uh, enjoy this uptick. 
and uh, remember how this feels uh, to soothe yourself through what is what I would call an inevitable downtick that's going to happen, you know, at some point it's, it's recruiting. And uh, these are just leans. And uh, right now, me and you are saying, Hey, uh, I, I think Caleb Downs going to Alabama. I think Cormani McLean's going to Alabama. We really do. And two months ago, if you asked me, where's Caleb Downs going? I would say either Ohio state or Georgia, it's not going to be Alabama. <laughs> and where is Cormani McLean going? I, I was getting ready to bet on Florida, uh, but that's how it was. Now it's Alabama. Hey, it's five months till signing day, so we'll 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 just try to hang on. All right, this may be weird for those watching us live, but we're going to take a slight pause um, because we're going to put two uh, ads in on our podcast. So just hang tight with us for one second. All right, Jimmy, you brought up the kicker, um, Connor Talty, and uh, he put a tweet out the other day, a video where he kicked a sixty-four yarder. Now, I mean, again, it was against no rush. It was just him and uh, a snapper and a holder. I don't care. You kick a 64-yarder, dude, you got legs. And, um, yeah, he's got some strength in there. Uh, you brought up Hunter Osborne. I think there's been some clarification. You and I on the podcast yesterday said Hunter Osborne is set to announce Monday afternoon. Apparently what's going to happen now is he's going to announce his commitment date uh, Monday afternoon at 6 o'clock. That's that's fine, but Tim Watts of Bama Online, a buddy of ours, uh, especially a buddy of yours, um, he has said that uh, this is this announcement for a, a, a commitment date will follow the announcement very closely, meaning he's going to announce his commitment date, and that commitment date may be in two days or three days or a week or something. It's two not going to be like, huh? Two hours. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> that would like, be funny. I'm, I announced – I'm announcing announcement. I will be committing in 10 seconds. Eight, eight, eight. <laughs> that would be funny. Why don't they do that? Log off and log back on. I'm still waiting. I've said this for years. I'm still waiting. I think a kid should do this. Uh, heck, I'm so excited about it. I'll probably just pay for all the hats. I think a kid should basically, you know, a year before signing day or eight months before signing day, uh, have a table with 130 hats on it. It's got every <laughs> And, and each day go live on Facebook or YouTube each day or every other day and remove one hat. Like, like, okay, today, uh, Kent state, today Kent state is out. And then you tune back in two days later. It's like today Marshall is out and, and, and you just do that it awesome. until at the, at the end of the year, you have, uh, hopefully, uh, for a kid that would have 130 offers, uh, you know, Alabama and Georgia and Clemson, you know, on the last, couple days so you don't have to have uh, 130 I, I, offers you don't have to have 130 offers just do it hey i think this i mean as far as offers go and i'm i'm, I'm in the recruiting industry i know how this works a little bit but let me just say if you have offers from alabama ohio state clemson and georgia you might not have a letter in the mail from northern illinois but i'm pretty sure they'll take you just call them and you can work this out in about five minutes so, so maybe they don't technically have the 130 offers, but if you got offers from, you know, eight or 10 of the big boys, uh, yeah, you can go anywhere. It, yeah. That, that, that would be, that is the coolest idea. I think another idea that'd be super cool. Now you wouldn't want to do this in reality. What if you just had all the pat, hats in a big pile and you were in the middle of the pile now, you would have to strategically put the hat where you want to go, like in there. You'd go, I'm just going to reach in and grab one. 
You know, now if you want to go to Alabama, <laughs> if you want to go, that'd be funny. Oh yeah, kid reaches in there and he's like, "Oh man, I don't want to go to Miami of Ohio." Oh well, oh well. It kind of feels like that's what Travis Hunter did last year. <laughs> uh, no, I kid, I kid. I'm, I'm pulling for you, Travis. I really am. It's actually kind of cool. Because here's something else. By the way, we'll end it on this. Nick Saban at SEC Media Days. Well, he said some things that even I, as a Saban homer, I mean, I, I love Nick Saban more than anything. I just think he's awesome. I would follow him to the ends of the earth and to the gates of hell. But when he says things like, hey, I'm all for playing in-state schools, that's just not – I mean, it's just not right. Because if he wanted to play an in-state school, guess what he'd do? We would, we would play them. Play one. Now, yeah. and, but here's the thing. I don't care that he doesn't want to play them. I'm fine not playing them. I'm not saying that as a shot at um, Troy or South Alabama or even UAB or whatever, even though I don't want to play UAB because there, there's uh, because of the Gene Bartow stuff from way, way back. But, see, there's no benefit to Alabama playing those games, none whatsoever at all. And, and everybody talks about, well, you can keep your money home. Well, I mean, I, the, the world's a small place now. All the money's home anyway. So I just don't see the benefit to Alabama playing an in-state school. I see, in fact, I see how it hurts Alabama in the sense that, hey, if we play UAB, we legitimize UAB a little more. Unless the UAB keeps it to a 20-point game. Let's say we blow them out. We're up 40 to 10, and they score two cheapies late. Everybody's like, well, Alabama, UAB hung with them. There's it's right. a no-win situation. I'm I'm fine. If Alabama wanted to play them, I, I could live with it. But I hate the argument that Alabama has to play them, which is weird to me that Nick Saban would say, I'm all for playing in-state schools, because if he wanted to play them, we'd play them. You know, the same people that insist, I mean, uh, you know, you made a great point about, you know, Alabama has some sort of duty to keep that money in the state. Uh, I wonder if the exact same people that believe that, that that's, that's their opinion. That that's their driving opinion as to why Alabama should play Sanford or Alabama A&M or Alabama state or, you know, whoever, Troy. And, and that's their opinion. Do these people, uh, their personal vehicles that they have, the car that they bought, which is going to be going to be the, 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 the first or second most expensive thing they own, what they spent their money on. Do all these people buy a car, that was made in Alabama because they make cars in Alabama. They make, they make some, you know, there's the Mercedes plant. Uh, I think there's a Hyundai plant, you know, in, in Montgomery and, and people are going to know more about this than I would, but there are plants that, that manufacture cars in Alabama. Uh, are, are you buying those cars because you want your, all your hard earned money to stay in the state? Uh, so, so those are the only cars you consider, or did you buy a Toyota that was manufactured you know, in Texas or, or, or out of the country. I mean, so, you know, don't, if that's, if you feel so strongly about that, that Alabama money should stay in Alabama. I mean, I think these same people are not going out of their way to, to buy things manufactured or made in Alabama to keep all the money in the state. So I, I, I don't like that argument at all. I think Alabama should schedule based on what is in Alabama's best interest because it's not a charity. It's not a social group. It's, it is a business, as everyone has pointed out. 
especially in this past year or two, everyone points out that it's a business. Uh, frankly, I mean, I'm the opposite of basically everyone about this, but I think Nick kind of feels this way too. If the rules allow Alabama to schedule four MAC schools as the non-conference games, if it helps keep us healthy, if it helps keeps us undefeated, if all that matters is going undefeated, then we should play four MAC schools. I'm sorry that everybody doesn't want to go to those games. I would like to win a national championship more than I would like to see Alabama beat Ohio State uh, by in eight overtimes in a regular yeah. season game where we lose eight players for the season and we dive exhaustion to the point we can barely beat Ole Miss the next week uh, or lose. Uh, you know, we're trying to win a national championship. That's, that's the goal. That's everybody's goal, right? So what's the smartest thing that we can do to help us do that? And thankfully, Nick's in charge. But I, I, I think that's the part of scheduling that some people don't get. I mean, the fans that like, no, I want to see nothing but Alabama play the best games. Those are also the people that throw a fit if the game is close in the fourth quarter. Now, Jimmy, here's another take on that that I thought about. Look, I it, I look at the scheduling in-state schools the way I look at recruiting in-state kids. I want all things equal. Yeah, I'd like to take the in-state kid. But if Nick Saban, the master of all, decides, hey, you know, I like Eli Holstein more than Christopher Vizina. Okay. I mean, I'm, we're fine with that, right? As fans, we're fine with that. If Nick Saban mm -hmm. says, hey, look, I think it's better for us to play Mercer than it is for us to play Alabama State, I think we should be fine with that too. Again, I get the argument to play in-state teams. I, I also would say, please understand, there is, even though it's a slight risk, it's a it's a high risk that it could be a big problem. What would it have done to Auburn if Jacksonville State had actually won that game? And frankly, Jacksonville State had Auburn on the ropes. Um, what would it have? It really could have affected Auburn for a long time. Think about Alabama still living down the UAB basketball game from what 1991. <laughs> That's true, and and losing South Alabama in '89. I think of the reason, and and one one more reason about not playing the in-state schools. And by the way, I'm 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 sort of like you on this. I'm, I'm fine with playing the in-state schools myself. I mean, I, particularly that level, you know, of hey, if we're gonna if we're gonna play an FCS school, why not Alabama State? I mean, why not? I mean, we're not gonna lose that game, not now, but but Alabama has spent over 120 years building the premier football program. <laughs> you know, you spend you spend 120 years building the program in Alabama and you're going to give some other in-state school 60 minutes to, to, to burn 120 years down, you know? So why, you know, if, if, if you are Samford and your dying wish is to play Alabama, then make Alabama schedule you, you know how you do that. If Samford won two or three FCS national championships in a row, there would be a demand to see that game. Agreed. There'd be a, even if it's FCS national champ, if 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 UAB uh, won uh, their new conference, the American Athletic, and went to a New Year's Six bowl, I'm telling you, there there, there would there, some demand would grow to see the game, and that's how those schools can can schedule Alabama, make Alabama come to you, or make the make the whole public demand it. But just the idea that you spend 120 years being number one in Alabama and you just hand a 60 minute opportunity. I mean, we all watch Rocky. 
I mean, look, Apollo never should have given Rocky a chance. And Rocky, <laughs> it would have made a terrible movie if <laughs> if Rocky was like, "I want a shot at you," and Apollo's like, "Nah, you're not going to do it." And like, you you walk out after five minutes, you're like, "I paid seven fifty for this ticket. That was a five yeah, minute why, movie." Uh, all right, was movie named Apollo? All right, Jimmy, uh, I'm going to read a couple more comments, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, Matthew Meggs again says, we live in a time where every word you say is scrutinized, so it's kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't. That is very true. Larry Horton, uh, even as a Georgia Dogs fan, I like your show. Keep up the good work. Appreciate you, Larry. Thanks for watching. And then Booker's Rebirth. Again, uh, I love some, I dig some of these names. Players, conferences are merged. The money games will lessen. Power five school fans have long been upset about the state of their school's home schedule. And Jimmy, let's not get into a rant about it because we've got to run, but I think Here's what I think is about to happen, Booker's rebirth. I think we're about to see more of a schedule that is NFL-esque, where in the NFL, I, I mean, I guess technically, if you want to call the Jets Vanderbilt, go ahead. But there's really not a Vanderbilt. Um, and I think that's what we're about to see is once we get to these 40 or 60 or 32 schools or whatever it is, they're all going to play each other. We're not going to do any more Mercers. We're not going to do any more Southern Misses. That's what we're going to do. Now, I can see the benefit to that. I've said this a gazillion times as a father of four um, and I do okay. Uh, it's, it's extremely expensive to take me, my wife and my four kids to, um, to a Alabama LSU, Iron Bowl, Alabama, Tennessee, whatever to take them to Alabama Mercer. It is incredibly affordable. And so I want people to be able to go to these games without having to sell their souls. That's my argument to that. All right, Jimmy, we got to bounce. Uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for watching, man. We had a lot of people tuning in. We appreciate that. Um, it's the first time we've done YouTube Live, so I hope y'all liked it. We're going to try it again. We're going to do Facebook on this pretty soon. Man, I mean, I'm telling you, after a few years, you may not getting this computer and this interwebs thing down. So uh, thank you guys for watching. Hard decision for me to get rid of the flip phone and go with this thing that apparently I borrowed from NASA. <laughs> Your, your jitterbug. Uh, all right. Roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.